Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. A city ordinance bans abortion, so Planned Parenthood stops doing abortions there. A state pro-life group hopes to shut down the last abortion center. And is Netanyahu out? Betrayer Neftali Bennett forms a different government. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. A city has banned abortion by ordinance, so it actually is working for the moment. Planned Parenthood has stopped doing abortions in Lubbock, Texas. Life News reports, the city of Lubbock, Texas is now abortion-free again after its citizens passed an ordinance by popular vote outlawing the killing of unborn babies in May. The so-called Sanctuary for the Unborn Ordinance went into effect last week Tuesday, and pro-life advocates report that Planned Parenthood, the top abortion facilitator, has stopped doing abortions in Lubbock as a result of the ordinance. For seven years, abortion had been banned earlier in Lubbock, in fact, their last abortion facility was closed way back in 2013. But last year, Planned Parenthood opened a new abortion clinic, and they began aborting unborn babies this year in April. That change prompted quick action by pro-life advocates in the city, and on May 1st, residents overwhelmingly voted in favor of a city ordinance to outlaw abortions within the city limits. That ordinance is now being enforced, it's working. Last week, Tuesday, the Director of Right to Life of East Texas, Mark Lee Dixon, who's also the founder of Sanctuary Cities for the Unborn Initiative, confirmed that Planned Parenthood is complying. Director Dixon told Life News the following, quote, Planned Parenthood is wise for ceasing to do abortions in Lubbock. We are looking forward to see other cities throughout Texas do what is necessary to protect their cities from abortions taking place within their city limits. Right now we are seeing much interest in Centerville, San Angelo, and Tyler, and we are hopeful to see these and other cities outlaw abortion in the future." End quote. In a somewhat contradictory statement, Planned Parenthood said, yes, it is going to stop doing abortions, but only until they are legally permissible again. This according to a report, a report from Everything Lubbock. And their statement reads as follows, quote, the ban on abortion violates patients' constitutional right to an abortion, and we're in court to block the pay ban, this ban for Lubbock patients. The Lubbock abortion ban creates significant barriers and the need to travel a minimum of 600 mile round trip out of state for patients seeking to kill your children. I'm sorry, seeking to obtain an abortion, end quote. 
Last week, Friday, Planned Parenthood asked a federal judge to block the ordinance from being enforced. But the judge did not issue any ruling yet, according to KJTV, Channel 34. And that's the news. Our thanks to Life News for that report. Um, Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. In this story, we have Planned Parenthood, who was banned since 2013, but they opened a new clinic, and then they're banned again by the voters of Lubbock, who voted overwhelmingly pro-life. Lubbock, Texas, you know, that's pretty close to the border. Big Hispanic uh, community there, they vote pro-life because of their Roman Catholic values. They value families, they value children. Thank God they're pro-life, right? But where are the non-human spirits in the story? We see the abortion doctors, we see the pro-life activists. Where's the spirit of God in the story? Where are the demonic spirits or the angels? We can discern the non-human spirits more often than not through the lens of biblical morality. According to a moral framework discerned and defined by God's holy word, the Bible. When the Bible says something is sin, you can pretty much discern that the devil is behind it or trying to tempt people to choose sin. When God's holy angels carry messages of salvation and holiness, even empowering what the Holy Spirit wants to say to us, right? The Spirit of God would say, avoid sin, be holy, protect innocent life in the womb. And here's a Planned Parenthood executive, right? And they say, um, we're gonna listen to the devil. And here are the voters of Texas. The voters of Lubbock, Texas say, hmm, we're gonna listen to the voice of God. Can you see how the great and holy people of Lubbock, Texas want to protect those innocent babies? Maybe they learned when they read Psalm 139. Here's what the Bible says about God's opinion of those little children. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. Can you picture the baby praising and praying to God? My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance, God, even though I was yet unformed. And in your book, they were all written. The days fashioned for me when as of yet, there were none of them. You know, God writes down the number of days in his book. Your le- the length of your life is written in God's book. He knows exactly the number of days that you're gonna have. And as for every one of these unborn children, God has counted their days even when they started at zero. Let's pray about this. Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name for an end to abortion, not only in Lubbock, but all across Texas. Not just Texas, but all across America. Not just America, but all around the world. Father, stop and end the genocide, which is child killing. Father, end the murder and the slaughter of unborn innocents. Father, we pray for their salvation, their their redemption, uh, their health and prosperity and long life, and God, You wrote down every number of days that was intended for them. Let them live it out to the fullest and not be cut short by murder. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we get back, a pro-life state hopes to end abortion in their state. 
Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. I'm Dr. Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now, there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you and your generosity when you give through our ministry is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God? Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, and help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals, and there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Life News, who reports, the state of Mississippi is now trying to shut down their last abortion center. Life News says that Mississippi only has one abortion facility left in the entire state. That is in Jackson, Mississippi. There's a quote unquote women's health organization located in a big pink building that tries to dress up like the killing of unborn babies without, they use rainbow vests and claims about helping women in bubblegum colored paint. They're hiding the murder that's happening inside, but it may soon close thanks to a decades long effort by pro-lifers and activists in Mississippi who are trying to end abortion. Last week, the US Supreme Court agreed to hear a Mississippi case that many believe has direct challenges to Roe versus Wade and could allow states to protect unborn babies once again. At issue in the case is, the case is called Dobbs versus Jackson's Women Health Organization. And at question is whether all pre-viability prohibitions on elective abortions are constitutional. Dorenda Hancock, a volunteer at the abortion facility, told Reuters the following, quote, if they do overturn Roe, we're done. I know in my heart this is the big enchilada, end quote. It's more than an enchilada, lady, it's the blood of unborn children. But pro-abortion pessimism is actually now becoming hope for pro-life activists. And the Supreme, if the Supreme Court 
upholds the Mississippi state law that would otherwise ban abortion, tens of thousands of unborn babies and mothers could be spared from the pain of abortive death. And pro-life advocates are ready to help them. But for now, sadly, the Jackson abortion facility remains open. Aborting babies up to 16 weeks of pregnancy. However, that could change next year when the Supreme Court is expected to issue a ruling on the Mississippi case that they just accepted. Shannon Brewer, who's a director of the abortion clinic says the following quote, the impact it would have affects so many clinics, so many women. This one has a huge impact across the country, end quote. Well, just think if it affects that many women, how many babies has it impact? They could live or die according to this decision. The impact would be huge for the future of those children. Incidentally, Mississippi reported 3,005 abortions in 2018. Each one living child represented a unique human being who otherwise might have lived and might be alive today and might be thriving today, if not killed at the hands of the clinic in that place. That's the news, or thanks to Life News for that report. Uh, again, as we did, we discern the spirit of God. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life, right? Uh, in another place, he said, uh, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy, but I've come that you might have life and have it to the vault. Jesus is the spirit of life. We discern the spirit of life on those pro-life activists who are working to save innocent children. We discern the spirit of Satan and death. The thief comes to steal and kill and destroy on those abortion workers who are trying to kill children. Here's what the Bible says in Jeremiah 1. God knows, right? In fact, God says to Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for your innocent children as you have ordained each of them for a unique calling, some of them even to be prophets, as you called Jeremiah. God, protect them from people with knives who want to kill them. Protect them, Father. Shut down and make it illegal to kill them so easily. We pray your blessing on each one of them that you have called in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take another short break. When we come back, Benjamin Netanyahu might be out as Prime Minister of Israel. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code Pray News and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, not a little bit, a lot of help. 
<laughs> we need all we can get for Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For a limited time, you get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, and that's the lowest price in history. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow Topper, for the first time, has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story today comes from Haaretz and Jerusalem Post and Times of Israel. I've done a lot of research to bring you the facts. And that is Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu may be out of government. He's still in the Knesset, but it might be a backbencher and it will no longer be prime minister if the betrayer Naftali Benefit continues his plan now announced that he forms, uh, is forming a government with leftist parties. Here's a conservative on the right who switched after getting elected to govern from the left. Et tu Brute is a famous quote from Julius Caesar, of course, Shakespeare. Uh, quoting the betrayer, Brutus, who killed Caesar, and now Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu appears to be out, perhaps stabbed in the back by one of his own friends after a fake conservative in the Israeli Knesset shocked everybody last week by forming a leftist coalition with left-leaning parties, some of whom are actually Arabs who support Hamas and terrorists against Jewish sovereignty and, and Zionism that says there should be a Jewish homeland. Conservative Yamina party chairman, Naftali Bennett, they used to call his party the Jewish Home Party, right? He's to the right of Netanyahu on, on sovereignty issues. He now announced that he's actually going to switch sides and form a government, a coalition government with a leftist party led by Yair Lapid. This is capping weeks of speculation over whether such a right-leaning politician could ever agree to a left-leaning party like Yair Lapid's party for the sole purpose of ousting Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. This according to Haaretz, which is a conservative newspaper in Israel. Arab members will vote for Bennett as the prime minister. Now that's a switch right there. You have far left Arabs voting for a right wing conservative, Naftali Bennett. That's a crazy coalition just to get rid of Netanyahu. Bennett said because they've had four election cycles in Israel over the last two years, every six months they have to have another election because they can never get consensus. This means, he says, the country is, quote, losing its ability to function, and the country's leadership is showing hate and divisions to cover up their failures, end quote. 
Bennett also asserted that the idea of a coalition made up of only conservative parties was not really a true possibility. He said, quote, it's either a fifth election in two years or a unity government, left and right working together. Even Netanyahu knows it well, he said. Bennett said to stop Israel from collapsing under the weight of divisions, quote, we can stop the madness and take responsibility, end quote. Well, there is no madness, it's just, in fact, 70% of the Knesset members elected were conservative, but why couldn't they form a, a, a conservative coalition? Because Netanyahu could only get about 49% of the Knesset members to vote with him. 70% conservative, but there's some personality differences that make Netanyahu possible, even among some conservatives, they could never vote for him. Netanyahu responded after possibly losing his prime ministership and he told Bennett, quote, no one would have voted for you if they knew what you would do, end quote. Which is probably true. Uh, Bennett has betrayed his own conservative voters by governing to the left. Netanyahu also said that Bennett was forming a government, uh, not a unity government, but a weak government that would harm Israelis deterrence and actually encourage more terrorism. He compared it to what is happening in politics in Syria and even Iran, that according to the Jerusalem Post. He gave a speech after Bennett gave a speech and Netanyahu accused his right-wing rival of misleading the Israeli public after announcing the premier has no options to form a government. Netanyahu accused Bennett of instigating the scam of the century, his words, and says that the Yamina party chief only cares about himself, only cares about his own promotion to prime minister and not the safety and security of the nation of Israel. That according to Times of Israel. So that's the news. Our thanks to Haaretz and Jerusalem Post and Times of Israel for that report. Uh, I'm not even gonna discern the spirits in this story. We'll let you figure that out. Israeli politics has always been a mess, but Netanyahu has been faithful for 12 years to stay in power and to protect Israeli sovereignty and to expand, in fact, uh, the settlements, to, to grow uh, the Jewish presence into uh, Judea and Samaria, and when I went there, I guess two years ago, I never felt safer than I was in Israel. Now, sadly, the terrorists have launched over 1,100 rockets uh, just in, in, in one weekend. I think it expanded up to 4,000 rockets trying to kill Jews because that's what Muslim extremists do. They're fueled by Iran, they're supplied rockets by Iran, and now, Naftali Bennett, God bless you, sir, but you have betrayed your own country. You have betrayed Israeli sovereignty and safety to side with Arab members of the Knesset are now gonna vote for you as part of your coalition? How did you get power, sir? And what did you have to give up to get it? This, con this is a concern because the Bible teaches in Joel 3 in verse two, here's an Old Testament prophet for all of us to know. And God warns that he will gather all the nations of the world. He's gonna bring all of us nations down to the Valley of Jehoshaphat and there God is going to enter into judgment with them. Why? On account of my people, my heritage Israel, whom they, the nations, have scattered among the nations. They've also divided up my land. 
You know that makes God mad when they divide up land and give it away? Land for peace, land for peace. We'll give you more land. And they never get peace in return, they're only attacked. Time to stop dividing the land. Let's take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years, but now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. PrayInJesusName.org is our website. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and thank you for standing with us. Wouldn't you love to have this program in your neighbor's house and their neighbor's house and maybe in different states and different parts of the country where we are expanding and growing, but only if you contribute today. We need your donations, large or small. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Be part of an exciting growth for the gospel and for Jesus. The Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 9, now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, multiply and, and supply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. God is going to give you an increase today. We're believing for it. Please call us at 866-Obey-God if you can donate or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. We also have a prayer line, it's free. Call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. 
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.